0: Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston, certified habit coach, wife, stepmom, and former physician assistant. I help career women finally break free from their unhealthy eating habits. If you're ready to start feeling your best, then I can show you how. Let's go. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to share this episode with you today because I think that it'll really help you to understand that motivation is something you can create. This is really great news because that means you can never run out of it. Motivation is something that helps to keep you doing actions or to avoid certain actions in order to create results that you want. Whether those results are to stop eating sugar every day, lose 20 pounds, eat more protein and vegetables, stop overeating, anything. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to clear up some of the misunderstandings about motivation. I'm also going to explain what motivates you in general as a human and then help you to find what motivates you to want to change your eating habits. And I mean what truly motivates you. I'll share exactly how to find this out. I'll also be sharing how to create more motivation so that you can never run out. This is gold, so you're going to want to listen all the way through on this one. Okay, so one of the biggest misunderstandings that I see around motivation is that it's finite and you just have a certain amount of it this amount being determined by your genetics. This is incorrect. Let me repeat, you don't have a finite amount of motivation and it's also not determined by your genetics or who you are, your past, your current circumstances, whatever. So motivation is a feeling, also known as an emotion. Feelings and emotions are one and the same. As you know, emotions are not finite, therefore neither is motivation. So there's not a certain amount of a particular emotion that you can have and that's it. Just as you can't quote-unquote use up irritation or happiness or run out of those, you can't use up or run out of motivation, like it's a tank of gas with no gas stations to fill it back up. I'd prefer you to think of motivation like a tank of gas, but there's gas stations all over the place to fill it back up whenever needed. The gas stations are your own thoughts. Thoughts are what create emotions. Thoughts are also what keep emotions going. So for example, if a work colleague said something and you got irritated by what this colleague said... It's not what the colleague said that caused the feeling of irritation, it's the thought you had in your head when you heard the comment from the colleague. Your thought then created the feeling of irritation inside you. So you may have had a thought like, of course he would say that, he didn't do any of the work." If you stayed irritated at that work colleague for the next hour, let's just say, it was only because of the thoughts running through your head that were keeping the irritation feeling going for that hour. So if you wanted to stay irritated at that work colleague for the rest of the day, you would just need to continue having thoughts that would keep that feeling of irritation going. Or if you preferred not to have irritation for the rest of the day, you could switch your thoughts so they no longer created that feeling of irritation. Pretty great, right? The same thing is true for motivation. If you want to have a feeling of motivation, you would just have to have a thought that generated that feeling of motivation in your body. And if you wanted to keep feeling motivated, then you would just need to keep bringing up that thought that generates that feeling of motivation. I will tell you how to do this in a little bit, but first I want to explain the motivational triad because this plays a role in what motivates us as humans, so will be helpful for you to understand. The motivational triad was an idea established by Dr. Douglas Lyle and Dr. Alan Goldhamer. This is the idea that there are three things that motivate human beings to perform actions. Back in the day, these actions resulted in survival, ultimately. So the motivational triad encompassed the three things that motivated humans to survive. Because we've evolved as humans in society, the motivational triad is ingrained in us, but is also used to drive other actions that we do that are not necessarily required for survival. However, it all came about because it was based on that need to survive. So the motivational triad consists of seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, and conserving energy. The pleasure-seeking part of it helped to motivate us to seek out or look for food and actually eat it, getting pleasure from both the finding the food and eating the food. The pleasure part also helped to motivate us to recreate, for obvious reasons, and keep our species going for many years to come. There are Of course, lots of other things needed for survival that pleasure does play a role in, but those are just two of the bigger examples. The avoidance of pain or discomfort comes into play with illness and danger. So the avoidance of pain was the second part of the motivational triad. As humans, we needed to avoid danger and also prevent and treat illness. So that's all sort of part of that avoidance of pain. So doing things to avoid pain or discomfort, meaning illness and danger and whatnot, was crucial to our survival as humans. And of course, the third part of conserving energy was extremely helpful when food was scarce back then, right? We needed to eat calories and not burn more than we ate. That way, we could actually survive. So conservation of energy was what motivated humans to think of different ways to do things more efficiently. This has certainly helped us to grow over the years from basic tools to the industry and technology that we have today. Also, conserving energy can mean increasing energy, like eating food to get the calories to increase the energy in your body so the reason why i bring up the motivational triad is because seeking pleasure avoiding pain and conserving energy were seen as great things right they are results that were desirable they were essentially the rewards that humans got for their actions If they found food and ate it, they got pleasure. If they didn't eat the poisonous plant, they avoided pain and illness. If they invented a tool or an easier way of gathering food, for example, they conserved energy. So there was a reward for their action or their behavior, which is what's required for a behavior or action to actually occur in the first place those rewards all had a deeper reward of survival when you think about it right survival was the deeper reason why they did the actions to get those results of those results of pleasure avoiding pain and conserving energy So survival was their true why, the true reason why they did the things they did or avoided the things they needed to avoid. It was ultimately their deepest or biggest reward. When you have rewards and you think about obtaining those rewards or results, That creates that feeling of motivation. That motivation is then needed to drive the actions to get those results or rewards. When you then go deeper and find those deeper rewards, you create a stronger feeling of motivation. It kind of just adds more gas to the tank. But always remember that there are plenty of gas stations around to keep that gas tank full, and that's your thoughts. So, of course, I'm not exactly sure what some of the thoughts were back in the day that helped create some of the feelings of motivation for our ancestors, but they might have been thoughts like, I want to keep my family alive. This thought would have potentially created a feeling of motivation to go out and hunt for food for the family, even if the human was feeling really tired that day. Now, there are lots of different feelings that can act very similarly to the feeling of motivation as well. So it doesn't necessarily just have to be a feeling of motivation specifically. There are lots of different feelings that are similar, like drive, determination, excitement. But again, these emotions are all felt in your body because of a thought that you're having. This is actually where coaching comes in. The purpose of coaching is to help you become aware of your thoughts and feelings around circumstances or things happening in your life or that have happened in the past, and coaching helps you to take charge of their thoughts and feelings to do the actions you want to do or avoid the actions you don't want to do to create the results you want in your life. Such an amazing thing because you then realize that your circumstances don't cause how you feel, what you do, and your results, it's your thoughts that cause all of those things. I know that's a really hard sell, but it's true. And it's such a good thing that it's true because this means you control your results ultimately. That's because you're in control of your own thoughts. A coach really helps you to master that skill of getting that control of your own thoughts so you can create feelings, actions, and results you want. I learned this when I first had my own coach a few years ago. I feel so much more in control of everything I think, feel, do, and create. And just to tie this more into the motivation feeling that we're talking about today, I never fear that I'll run out of any motivation or similar emotion or any emotion for that matter because I know I can create any of those emotions. So powerful. I also know that I can get myself out of any negative emotion that's not serving me, right? So, of course, bringing it back to those ancestral days in the motivational triad, if you're having a negative emotion of fear when you see a bear and that fear causes you to run, that's a negative emotion that serves you, right? It's helping you to save your life. But there's lots of negative emotions that don't serve you right they're not there to help you to survive in any way they can actually um, provide a disservice to you right causing actions or behaviors that you don't want to do like overeating overindulging in maybe alcohol or um, overdoing it on sugar right So when you want a certain result or reward, you're going to need some sort of motivating emotion to help get you that result or reward. Again, the emotion doesn't have to be exactly motivation, but can be an emotion that acts similarly. Like I mentioned, maybe something like drive, determination, or excitement. Those feelings are emotions that will help you to do the actions you need to do or avoid the actions that you need to avoid to get the result or reward that you want. So in my role as a coach, I encourage people to find their true why, which I'm going to tell you how to do, but meaning find the deepest rewards. So those deeper level rewards just really help to increase the motivation because the reward is greater. That's going to increase the desire to get that reward. Just like with the motivational triad, the deeper reward was survival. If there was no deeper reward, the motivational triad wouldn't be quite as strong. There's always going to be a deeper reward though, and I will help you find it. This is just one of the ways to really help increase that motivation or a feeling similar to motivation. So I'm going to help you find your true reason why you want to whatever result it is with your eating habits. I'm then going to show you how your thoughts tie into this. That's going to be the key thing in increasing that motivation and keeping that motivation tank full. You're going to basically be taking advantage of all those gas stations along the way to keep that tank full. Alright, so you're going to take whatever result you want regarding your eating habits and write it down. So result meaning reward or goal, whatever terminology you want to use, but whatever result you desire with your eating habits and write it down. Start with the basics as far as the eating habit itself. For example, if you want to stop overeating, write this down. Then you're going to ask yourself why you want to stop overeating. Maybe it's because you want to lose 10 pounds, or maybe it's because you don't like feeling overly full. Maybe it's something completely different, like you feel like you always beat yourself up when you overeat. So whatever your reason is, write it down. Then ask yourself why regarding that reason. So why do you want that so I'm just going to take the losing 10 pounds as the example for this. So if, if that was my result um, that I wanted regarding um, I wanted to stop overeating because I wanted to lose 10 pounds, then I would ask myself why I want to lose 10 pounds. I would then write down that reason. So let's just say that I want to lose 10 pounds because I want my husband to be more attracted to me. Now, I just want to mention that the purpose of this exercise is to be honest with yourself. Not just write down what you think you should write down, but write down whatever comes to mind as to what you really, truly desire, right? And As a coach, I understand that attraction is a feeling and only my husband can create that feeling in himself with his own thoughts, not with the circumstance of how much I weigh. However, the point of this exercise, again, is to determine your true why, to write down what is coming to your mind and what feels true to you many times things that come up are thoughts that can be explored later on by the coach and client. And that's just an extra benefit of really sort of asking yourself some questions or having a coach ask you questions. So I think we're up to asking yourself why three times or so. So you're going to keep going with this until you can't answer the question anymore. Typically, It takes no more than five times of asking yourself why for the most part, but it might be longer. You might be able to ask yourself why um, six or seven times. So you're kind of going to be that annoying little child that keeps asking, well, why? So if you need to get into that mode of being that little child and just being very questioning, do that. When you do that, you really get to your true reasons why, those deeper reasons. All of those reasons that you write down are going to be so important because it's not just that first result or reward that's going to motivate you. It's going to be all of those things. When you find all of those reasons why, you can use them cumulatively to really create powerful motivation. Now, once you have your list of all your reasons why, those are obviously your rewards or your results that you desire. All the actions or inactions you then do will be geared toward getting those results. But in order to do those actions or inactions, you'll need to have some sort of feeling like motivation, drive, excitement, remember any sort of emotion that... Um, acts like motivation to sort of give you that energy or that fuel to do those actions, right? To put in some of that effort or to avoid some of the things that you need to avoid to get the result you want. And as I mentioned earlier, your thoughts are going to create any of those feelings. There are lots of different thoughts that you can have to create any of those feelings, but because you've done this exercise on finding your true why or finding all of those results that you truly desire, we're going to use those to help form a thought, right? So I recommend thinking about how much you want those results or envision yourself being that person who has the results. So if you want to think about how much you want those results, you can utilize all those results in one thought. Like, for example, I so badly want to stop overeating so I can lose 10 pounds. So my husband will be more attracted to me. So I will feel more confident, right? Or if you wanted to shorten it, you can just use that deepest reason why, right? The one that you sort of arrived at last, that That's um, the thing that deep down you really want to feel, right? So I want to feel more confident. So you can use that as a very simple thought rather than stringing them all together if you'd like. Another thing that I mentioned that I really like encouraging you to do is to think about being the person who already has those results. So if I used that example that... um, I gave with the overeating and the losing 10 pounds and all that, I might think a thought like, I love that I don't overeat, I'm 10 pounds lighter, I feel more confident, and I feel like there's more attraction between my husband and I, right? So I'm thinking a thought as if I'm already the person that got all of those results, and so when I just said that sentence right there out loud to you, I actually got such a good feeling in my body. And those were just examples, right? It's it's not even truly something that I'm thinking. I just said them out loud as an example, but instantly I felt something in my body. So can you imagine if you truly were thinking those thoughts and wanting those things, just how powerful that would be, how strong of an emotion that would elicit? So... I really like people envisioning their future self with all of the results and things that they want and using that to help get them those results. That's actually how I got a lot of the results in my life, so I know firsthand that it really works. Alright, so give that exercise a try. Today, actually I recommend doing this as soon as possible so that you don't forget, write down whatever eating habit it is that you're trying to change or that you would like to change, even if you haven't tried to change it yet, and then ask yourself why you want to and keep doing this until you can't answer the question any longer. Those are your deepest reasons why. And that very last answer that you come to is your true why. Thoughts about these results or rewards will help you to keep that gas tank full of motivation or another emotion that can act very similarly to motivation. So, Write down whatever you want that thought to be and just kind of keep that around when you feel like your emotion is getting low or you feel like you're not doing the things you need to do or avoid. To get the results, you just then need to think of that thought or say it out loud, read it, what have you, to create that emotion again for you, right? And keep practicing that thought until it becomes a new thought habit. All right, so if you want more guidance on this so that you can get your results more quickly and easily, I can help. Change your entire life with the skill of being able to feel any way you want, do any actions you want to do or avoid any actions you don't want to do and create any result that you want regarding your eating habits, weight loss, etc. Just let me know because this is what I do. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can send me a message and we'll set up a time to chat that works for you. So easy. All right. Thanks for joining me today. Take care and I'll talk with you soon.